This week on the Time Blaster Toy Cast, we asked and you answered, so now you ask and we answer. That's right, it's time for the third installment of the TBT Listener Q&A. So sit back and relax, because your questions will guide this week's entire conversation, and it starts right after this break. Welcome to the Time Blaster Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod, and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show. The following podcast is scheduled for mystery with a 60-minute time limit. It's the trilogy time on the tour of interrogation. Introducing first today's topic, hailing from parts unknown with an unknown weight. The opponent is a collection of mind-bending questions asked by our fantastic listeners, presenting to you the dangerous tandem known as questions and answers. And now, for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare, figures with actions. Much like Radio Shack, you've got questions. They've got answers for the third time. They are the reigning, defending, toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast Alright boys are we ready Q&A time? I'm ready I know I always say on the Q&A episodes the mystery, the intrigue, we don't know what's coming our way, well mm-hmm. we do know we kind of know a little bit, because we compiled the list of questions yeah. but lots of good ones this time Dude, there's a good variety, like questions all across the board here. yeah we're going to be talking about topics we've yet to discuss <laughs> and one question actually kind of is going to be about that about how we compile the podcast oh yeah, oh, that's true Yeah, people are trying to get a sneak someone? backstage <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> Yeah, we got anything to add before we start getting to all these questions today, guys? I mean, these Q&A pods, traditionally, they end up being the longest ones. They're fun, though. And we got that 60-minute time limit. And it, <laughs> we oof, do. It, it might end up being like a, no a draw, contest. man. Yeah. We'll have to go to At sudden death. A quick look at these questions. I'm saying it's going to be 38 minutes tops. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of your mind. There's gonna be, you're going to be talking on five-minute tangents before you know it. Right. It's going to be 60 minutes. Our backs are going to be against the wall. All right, let's just get to it, Dave. You want to fire up the first one? You got something uh, but in Yeah, mind? let's just go with that. I mean, Melanie asked, do you guys have any podcast day oh, rituals man. or behind-the-scenes recording stories you can share? She's trying to get in gorilla position over here. <laughs> I mean, I figure that's a good one to start with. We were kind of on topic there. Yeah, it's true. I've thought of a few things, Dave. You got any? Let's start with the ritual. I've got more of the a couple stories and rituals you guys got a ritual i don't maybe we've just been doing it for so long i don't even notice what our rituals are i, I kind of do um so like we i mean i guess going full full perspective like back when we first started the podcast mm-hmm. we would sometimes figure out what we we're going to talk about like day before show 
and oh yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah, for sure. That and for sure. and now we've got it like mapped out, like maybe what five six in advance at a time, like a yeah. couple weeks out. We'll, we'll yeah. get we'll figure out what we're going to do the next couple weeks. So we got that's, an idea. That's true because at the start we would just whatever we wanted to talk about, and then yeah. along the way we're like, man, we should try to make sure these episodes come out like relevant to the period of time in yeah, which it's taking place. Right. Like, oh, it's going to be Halloween season. Let's make them Halloween-y and yeah. stuff like I that. I think Jurassic Park might have been the first one where we tried to do that with. It was, Because yeah. the, the, oh, the new the movie was Jurassic coming Park. out. We're like, oh, let's try to do Jurassic Park with Jurassic Park. And other ones have lined up. We, we fell into a habit of trying to do that with the summer memories and things. And yeah. I think the, the last couple seasons with Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas really kind of helped boot that. But nonetheless... So back in the day, it was it was crash course. Oh, we've got a topic. <laughs> Me not being like a toy aficionado at all. That's you guys. You're the toy experts. I had to do extensive amounts of research to try to sound intelligent on this podcast. <laughs> However, nonetheless, I've discovered that media trying to sound intelligent on the podcast isn't isn't the isn't the best recipe for right. the stew. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it just so now it's like I still will do my research on the day before. We might know about this week in advance, mm-hmm. but I'll spend some time the day before, the night before, doing some research on whatever the topics we're going to talk about. I usually write the intros then. Um, and, and kind of do the prep work. Like that's what my Saturday. We record Sunday mornings, and we do two at a time, a little behind the scenes there. But yeah. mm-hmm. I'll prep prep for both podcasts on a Saturday, and then on the way in, you know, I grab my suitcase that has all the equipment in it, <laughs> yes, sir. I, 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 suitcase guys, we're talking like straight <laughs> out of nineteen seventy three. This love is. It. <laughs> Have you ever been to Time Blaster Toys? For those of you in Michigan, on a Sunday morning, oh, you you've probably this seen this suitcase <laughs> mysteriously just laying by the Lego wall. But nonetheless. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's like we, you know, I come in, I usually stop and grab a coffee and a cookie. Today, I, I actually didn't. I broke broke the ritual. I, I grabbed the tea. Yeah. Uh, still got a hot tea, a hot beverage to keep the mm-hmm. keep the vocal cords lubricated. Um, yeah, and then we kind of set up. We talk for what maybe two minutes, just a quick. Hey, do we got this talk about? We got a review to go over. We got you know, we, we just get on the same page real quick, and then we hit record and we go. Well, part of that in the last few recording sessions, guys, is like. I'll take that minute, guys. I'll be like, okay, this is this episode. The one before that was like, we got to put ourselves in the right position because right, right. we recorded like four in a row out of order. Dude, so that it was, was crazy. so confusing. Like, oh, technically this one came, right. you know, so getting it all in order is one thing. But yeah, Dave, doing all that prep work, what you're telling us is Dave's trying real hard to sound dumb on this podcast. <laughs> he acts like he doesn't know what he's talking about to fill his role. But yeah, right in the, right in the intro, Dave. I now have that little bit of a burden myself because we decided, like, oh, I'll do, like, a mm-hmm. three-sentence thing at the start of an episode. And now i got to write that thing. It was a great idea, though. It is. I it like really having, added a lot to the pod. I like having it on there, but yeah. it is at a little bit extra stress in the morning. Like, it is. Ooh, let me get these three sentences just right. And I only had so to So I don't write know how you once. do it, Dave, because your intro is about five times longer than mine. Yeah. So that's commitment. Well, the nice thing is when we have these topics, I mean, a little, again, might sound familiar sometimes, but it, I can kind of go back and copy-paste from a previous intro and then tweak. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that helps. But whenever we do something brand new, I mean, I want to make it special for that episode. The most fun intros I've had doing lately was when we had uh, the the guests on doing Pressman's intro Mm -hmm. and Brandon Braswell. Like, I enjoy doing those intros because it's like introducing a person. Even when we had Arj on, it was fun writing a little thing for a person. A little easier. Maybe that's from the ring announcing background and wrestling. Easier to write for a person it is to a topic. but. I enjoy it. That's just like one of my my favorite things in the prep work is writing the intro. 
So, Joe, what about you? You got a ritual Man. we're unaware of? I show up, I sit down, and I talk into the microphone. Your, your ritual <laughs> I mean, is once it's over, you I start to edit. Last yeah. I start to edit. I edit that show right after we finish, yeah, and it's dude, ready to go. Yeah, there's like times yeah. where an hour later, it's done. Yeah, most of my work is done after the podcast, yeah. not so before. If, so if you see a big tall guy standing behind the counter on a Sunday on. morning right. editing a podcast, he's, uh, that's he's me. in the zone. He's the post-show MVP. That's so that's right. some rituals. Uh, Behind-the-scenes stories, real quick, the, just the first thing that pops in my head and remember well obviously you guys are going to remember it just mm-hmm. happened a couple of weeks ago we recorded the hasbro podcast yes yes 45 <laughs> 50 minute great discussion it's over we realized dave did you never hit the button did the batteries die what happened no it was your mic it was your mic wasn't oh on. that was it. yeah your, my or mic cord or something it was, there the was cord on yeah. my mic was shot yeah so we had 45 minutes of audio mm-hmm. no me no you, you guys know if it's hasbros i'm talking in 75 percent of the yeah, time I gotta have you on there so yeah we had to do that one over but yeah, it, it turned out good. It turned, it turned out, out good. Turned but good. man, uh, we had the same conversation twice in a week we the did. other day. That was yeah, that was a little rough. You know, other behind the scenes stories. Uh, I eat a lot of times. I'm eating my cookie um, <laughs> while we're recording. Yes, you might sir. hear it. You might pick it up. You might not. Um, there is mute his mic. When he's there is <laughs> there is there is food being consumed. Sometimes there's beverages being consumed. Um, Always beverages. Yeah, you get the ice, the, the the cracking open sound. Whenever I say crack open a cold one, yeah, that was always Keith with a nice ice cold liquid death. That was no other beverage of taste. That Correct. was ice cold yes. liquid death. So liquid death. If water. you're looking to sponsor, we're still uh, waiting <laughs> yeah, for that email. Yeah, we're still waiting for that email, <laughs> which I might need to bring that back next week. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see I'll, here. I'll bring but, one next week. But no, I, I love that question. It was a. Uh, it, it's fun to talk about like what kind of goes on behind the scenes because a lot of people don't know. Right. Um, and then you yeah. know we're I recording mean, two a week. You know, and we're out here putting the work in. Yeah, two every other week. Two every other week, yeah. And, and it, it's, yeah, I think early days, um, maybe that first podcast I didn't do enough research on, that might have been what was like, oh, God, I got to be prepared. I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. Well, we know what we were doing at the start. Yeah. yeah. We, we figured it out along the way. We're having a lot of fun doing it. But, yeah, I think that's probably enough of that. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. We might All not right, make 38 get, minutes. Let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to a question. <laughs> I'm looking. What do we want to talk about first, guys? I'm going to go with this one right here. This comes from our buddy Arge that Dave just mentioned. Arge asks, what toy line did you love to play with at a friend or family member's house but never really had any of your own? You guys got anything in mind? Toy yeah. line you like to play with when you weren't yeah. at your own? I got a couple. Joe, you can go ahead and go I first. mean, for me, it was more uh, board games. Uh, my cousin had just about every board game you could think of, right? Yeah. So we, I'd go over there. You know, Our family would go over there and... That's what we did. We played board games all day long. Yeah. And she also had a Super Nintendo, which I didn't have. So Ooh. so lots of Street Fighter uh, played over there and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I didn't even think of that, but board games would be a big one yeah. for me, too. My buddy, I've already talked about it on another pod, you know, house full of board games. But the first thing that came to my mind on this question was uh, mainly my sister's stuff, because, like, when I was a kid growing up, obviously I had friends at school and stuff, but on my street was... All my cousins, we all lived on the same street. My grandma lived on the same street. Yeah. So it was all just playing with your family all day, every day. And whatever any one of us was into, we all had the same stuff, right? Right. And we're all into wrestling. We're all into turtles. So we all had the same thing. So to have something different to play with, for me, it would have been my sister's stuff. And it made me think of Barbie stuff, right? Yeah. You know, because Barbie stuff, 
maybe not the dolls themselves, but you play with Barbie, you're going to get an opportunity to play with like a kitchen or, oh, yeah. or like a bathroom with a right. toilet. You know right. what I mean? There's not in the boy space. There's no toys like that, right? <laughs> I don't think you know, like so. Get you a no. little popcorn machine, a little, oh, yeah. little thing on the side. You twist it mm-hmm. and the popcorn pops. The little so, yeah. pink convertible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dave, what about you? Uh, most, like the first thing he hit on my was my cousin. He had a light bright. And uh, he had like the the creepy crawl. He had like a lot of stuff yeah. that those things I wasn't allowed to play with. Oh yeah. But the light bright we had to play with a little bit, so that was like kind of cool. Magna Doodle he had. I never Ooh, had one of those. I like a good Magna Doodle. Um, but he had a Super Nintendo. Okay. And I had the Sega Genesis. So whenever I went over there, like we played a lot of Super Nintendo. There was a WCW game for Super Nintendo that he had. I remember playing. Okay. You could be like flying Brian Pillman, the Road Warriors, Ding, and for other guys in it. Mm-hmm. And then um, he had a, a racing game called Top Gear. Racing, and it might have been Top Gear 2. One of those two he had. He might have had both of them. But I remember playing a lot of Top Gear Racing over there. Um, and, of course, the Royal Rumble for Nintendo, Super oh, yeah. Nintendo was, was slightly different than the Genesis version. Only had, like, Mr. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect was yeah. in that one, yeah. So I remember playing that there. Uh, my neighbor, uh, he was, like, a year younger than me, but he had a Commodore 64. Oh, whoa. So whenever I would go over there... We would play that a lot. We played a lot of Wolfenstein and, and other games that just, that was the only place you could play them and didn't even know about it. And he got it at like a, his dad got it at like a garage sale. Wow. So that's how he ended up with that's the Commodore cool. and that was really cool. And they also had like an X-Men board game with like, there was like car, I don't remember what it was called, maybe like X-Men Attack or something like that. But I remember playing a lot of that over at his house. There was like a, you had like cards with like the powers and stuff on them and you had to move mm-hmm. up. But it was like the X-Men animated series was super hot at the time. We both watched it. So he had that game. He got it for like his birthday or Christmas and I remember playing a lot of that over at his house. That's cool. Commodore 64. I can't say I've ever even seen. Oh, that. really? Have you? I've played a Commodore, yeah. Is it cartridges or... <laughs> floppy um, disk? What are we talking about? Flop- it's like they're bigger floppy Yeah, right? they're like big disks. Yeah. God, I was joking. It really is a floppy disk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, we're old. talking old school. That's old school. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it would be the, like, I mean, we were, we had the, he had the, the Genesis and I had a Genesis. So when you play the Commodore 64, the, some of the games you'd be like, oh my God, this is so much better than the Genesis. Like yeah. Wolfenstein was awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you get a game where you had like a Three Stooges game I remember playing and you're like, this is worse than Nintendo <laughs> graphics. Like this is like Atari graphics. Right. Like it just depended on the game. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's a good one. Thanks for the question, Arge. Dave, you want to pick the next one? Joe or somebody? Or you want me to keep firing away? Uh, hey, here? keep firing away if you want. Uh, I like, I don't know if I want to go. Let's go with this question Let's here. Do this it. is a fun one. Okay. George asks, assemble an all-star basketball team with vintage TMNT figures. Who's your starting lineup and sixth man? I was. I mean. I spent a lot (laughs) of time formulating the perfect roster. I mean, yeah. I I feel pretty good about my answer as well. Like, I spent probably a good 20 minutes putting this thing together. Okay. I had three positions filled out immediately, Mm -hmm. and then it was kind of formulating the other three. Yeah. Like, I knew... I wanted Michelangelo running the point. Okay. I knew I wanted him as my point guard, but then I had to look and go, what figure would be the best point guard, sure. Michelangelo, with the nunchucks and stuff? So I actually went with one of those wacky action. Oh, oh no. 
Michelangelo, <laughs> the, the rock and roll Mikey's at point with his. He's got that crazy oh, arm that spins. Yeah, right. good luck trying to get the ball from him on the dribble. And his tongue's out, right? Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> do you want me to go in the whole lineup or you guys want to go? We got a point guard. Uh, I kind of think do your whole, like, set the whole stage. Man. Okay. Yeah. This is the whole thing. So at point, I got Mikey. Yeah. Rock and roll Mikey with his got wacky it. action. <laughs> He's dishing the ball to who better at the two guard than Slam Duncan Don? Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course. I mean, you got to have Slam Duncan Don. And then I was like, we need a good athlete, small forward. Best athlete out of all the turtles is track and field Leo. <laughs> he can high jump. He, he can long jump. He's got – no one can match his speed, but you got to have a good athlete. He'd probably be great at defense. He's going to get up and down the court. He ain't going to tire out. You need you need track and field Leo out there. I'm loving this. And this then at my power forward, I need I wanted a, po- a powerful, powerful sure. guy yeah. who could dominate the paint more than mighty bebop. Ooh, my man. man's yeah. got ups. Yep. He can literally fly. Okay. And mm-hmm. he's got super strength. So you ain't gonna get you ain't gonna box him out. And then you know at center you need half court. Yeah. He's the tallest, baddest turtle. And then you know my sixth man, he's a good utility player. Casey Jones, probably one of the best athletes you're gonna find. He seems like he could do anything, so he seemed like a good sixth man. Yeah, I mean he has a sporting goods department on yeah. his back. So. Yeah. So yeah. that was my that was my That's turtle. A nice lineup. That, I appreciate it. Joe, you did I mean, you go that deep? I didn't go that deep, but I do have a team. <laughs> uh I mean, look, I look at it like, who's the best, one of the best point guards ever, right, for the Lakers? Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson. Oh, I think I know and, where this is And going. when you're trying to size up, I put half court at the point. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, okay. Well, you know, Magic Johnson he was style. He 6'8", big yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to have Slam Dunkin' Don. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's right there with them. And I went with like a bad boys theme. Okay. So I like, like this. so like my Rick Mahorn and yeah. my Bill Lambeer. Yeah. You gotta have Raph and Casey Jones. Okay. You know, right there <laughs> together. And then my center. Yeah. Krang's Android body. <laughs> okay. I like it. He's like Shaq. <laughs> Unstoppable. <laughs> Breaking boards. You know what I mean? Oh God, guys, I love this. I love this question. I could this talk about this good, question yeah. forever. Um. So here's my lineup, guys. And Dave, a lot of similarities here. So my lineup, it started with Slam Dunkin' Don, right? You this is to. his team. You He's assembling this team. And, you know, it's like, okay, what position do I want Slam Dunkin' Don at? He's my shooting guard, okay? Yeah, okay. Same yeah. And, and around him, he's going to build his team. So yep. all these players are guys that Don's handpick, which means they're all baby faces. No, uh, heel, no okay. heels on my team. No heels, okay. So Slam Dunkin' Don, who's he got at the uh, the point guard position? Oh. He's putting Metalhead at point, right? I mean, He's okay. created this man. He's going right. to put all the plays into his, okay. into his DNA. I like it. So we got Metalhead and we got Slam Dunkin' Don. We, uh, at small forward, this was the hardest spot for me. To figure out small forward, days. yeah, Is that the Leo, that's why it was yeah. the last one. I'm like, what am I doing here? And I thought, okay, we need another member of the TMNT themselves on this team. Yeah, and we need Michelangelo's perfect, right? Because you get Raphael or Leo on there, mm-hmm. they're gonna butt heads, the, yeah. they're gonna argue over who has more points and more rebounds. You're not lying, Mikey. He's there to play, so mm-hmm. I'm going skateboarding, Mikey. He's an okay. athlete. Right. He already has on a tank top. You know what I mean? I, I, He's I, good on his feet. Perfect small forward, <laughs> ready to ball. Power forward. Like Dave was saying, mm-hmm. Mighty Bebop. I didn't think that. Excellent. I'm going Sergeant Bananas, okay? There's we got some a gorilla, power right? Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Can jump high. You know he can slam dunk a ball Absolutely. all day. And then obviously half court has to be your center. He's a giraffe. Mm-hmm. He's a basketball player. Mm-hmm. That team's perfect. And coming off the bench, right? Uh-huh. You guys think about think about the teams of the nineties we grew up on. There mm-hmm. was always that old timer. You know, guy yeah, on the bench. Absolutely. Get him in there. He plays a couple minutes. He's more there for the morale, the support. Mm-hmm. That's where Master Splinter comes in. Okay. And he's only okay. going to get you a couple minutes. Right. 
but it's a sage advice and wisdom on the bench. He's teaching these guys. Right. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Uh, that's my team. I think for my team, Splinter would have been the Chuck Daly. <laughs> you know, yeah. a, he's, he's out there, yeah, coaching them. You know. Okay, guys. So moving from TMNT, let's let's do this question. Angela asks, "What is your most desired Lego set to obtain and build?" Oh man, what are we thinking, guys? Yeah, I wasn't much of a Lego guy, so I don't really have like sets that I desire. They, most of the time with Legos, when I had my bucket, I built like a plane, and that was what I did. And I wasn't, I didn't have the patience for them. How did the plane? Was it a nice looking plane? Or usually not. Usually <laughs> it was quite looked more like a bus. <laughs> multicolor, yeah. I mean, like you get like one wing longer than the other. It just, right. it, it just stunk. Yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. You watch people now, like, obviously most Lego sets, you know, they're made to build something, but, like, that show Lego Masters on Fox, Yeah, you'll watch that, and, you know, there's oh. no instructions. These people are just creating something it's in their crazy. mind. Yeah. It just makes me go, dude, how? When I was a kid and I had Legos, it was like, I'm building a house, which is a square. Yeah, I'm making a square. There's window pieces. You know what I yeah. mean? I couldn't, like, look at Legos and make, you know build something no way you know, people build iron man out of legos like yeah. how do you do that and no, the, the lego movies were cool for that yeah. too like uh like a Le- i just recently watched lego batman mm-hmm. and um i had never seen it i Pretty loved the lego movie. movie but yeah i enjoyed it these like Very master funny. builders and they like would build like a plane or whatever it was, yeah. it was cool yeah well with that being said so i do have a set okay i have a set in mind guys and mm-hmm. i'm cheating a little bit because it's not lego it's mega constructs uh-huh. which is mattel's version of lego so there's certain properties like this one he-man masters oh, of the man. universe yeah there's a whole world of sets that you can build in the mega constructs family um a few years back i built my castle gray skull love it beautiful display display piece yeah but this year they just came out with snake mountain man. right so we're talking mega Constructs, snake mountain probably a bazillion pieces oh yeah probably humongous but it looks so cool, and I want to build it so bad. It's a perfect companion to Grayskull. Oh, I want it. Yeah. And may, I'm, I will buy it one day. But for me, the biggest hang-up is just the uh, the commitment, the time commitment. Yeah. It's going to take me a week to build it, and I don't got a spare week laying around. <laughs> right, Joe, right, Dave, how? Right. So yeah. that, that would be my set. What about you guys? You got a set in mind? Anything I do. At all? I'm, um, I'm going big because I know I would never buy yeah, it. Yeah, this and, is a and, and I would never build it because I just couldn't do it. But the Lego Death Star oh. from Star Wars. Oh, the, the big giant one. Too, right? one. Yeah. It's like MSRP is a grand. It's like four foot wide. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's got all the inside levels. Like, that would be awesome to have. But I'd rather pay someone to build it than do it myself. <laughs> See, I don't even know what play sets are out there to even know what I would Jeez. want. Any franchise, Dave, anything you could think of is probably yeah they, a make, set. they make everything dude there's another good one if i was picking a lego one would be the simpsons house oh yeah, which yeah. that set's really expensive now it came out probably 10 years yeah. ago but just have the old yeah simpsons house that'd that would be, be so cool. cool well i'm sure this doesn't exist but one thing that i think would be pretty sweet yeah was there's a big fight scene in the movie called big trouble in little china oh love that movie <laughs> and um there's like the big skull that Lopan walks down, mm-hmm. and like that whole arena that they fight in. That would be pretty that cool. That would be very cool. I can but assure you that does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> Time to submit that to the creator uh, forum. That's where you would need one of these master Lego builders to uh, yeah. to create that for you. That would be cool. But no, thanks a lot for that question, uh, Angela. It was right. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, I think we switch topics off toys for a second. Yeah. We All hit, right. Ooh, let's do it. And uh, Nate okay. asks. I'd love to hear about some TV cartoon VHS favorites on the podcast. Besides reruns or taping off a of TV, it was pretty rare to be able to watch favorite episodes again and again. He's Ooh. not lying. Like, yeah, no, t- taping I- off TV is how I got it done back in the day. You yeah. Know what I mean? For sure. I think I talked about it before, about going to, like, 
the you know the drugstore and buying that three pack of blank tapes uh-huh. and then go to my grandma's house and she would record <laughs> Power Rangers for me yeah. when, it, when it played the reruns in the morning. Yeah. And I would go on the weekend and pick up my tapes and have like 10 episodes. Yeah. I was ready to go. Well, it's true because, you know, when we were growing up, buying a VHS tape, even just like a crappy with one episode of a cartoon, 30 minute tape. Yeah. There's no dude. It was at least ten bucks, if not oh, more. Yeah. So it's like being a kid back in the day with ten bucks at Kmart. Are you gonna buy a thirty-minute episode of right. a, of a cartoon, or are you gonna buy two action figures? Dude, two action figures. So yeah, all most of your stuff would be it's just cost-effective to record yeah, off TV. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were certain things I had on VHS. I can run down in a sec, Dave. Anything like jumping out to you? Yeah, I actually had a couple. I mean, I taped a lot in the '90s. Like there was yep. a, like the '90s was more when I was taping taping from tapes. You'd run them for the video store and tape the tape. Oh, or, old school too. Or yeah. two VCRs together. Yeah. Right? Or um, or you know taping off the TV. And just the quality just keeps getting it worse. Worse, and worse. <laughs> But the but the ones that like that I that I remember as a kid is there was these two GI Joe. Like VHS tapes, I remember watching them over and over again, mm-hmm. and come to find out upon doing research, ironically, yeah. that it was the the first like five episodes of the show is called like there was like the Mast of Ice series, okay. and then the next was like Return of the Cobra. Mm-hmm. I remember Return of the Cobra more than Mast of Ice, but I had both of those. I don't know if it was like my older brother had them. I don't know how we got them, mm-hmm. but I remember watching those GI Joe VHS tapes, and they were like. I don't know, maybe a little over an hour long because it was five episodes. Do you remember the? Did you have the box and everything or no? I, I see. I remember the look of the the tape. Like the oh, it was like yeah. you know black tape, GI Joe, GI yeah. Joe, whatever it was on it, and just those being thrown in. Um, I I don't remember the the casing at all. The casing that I do remember having this was like in probably nineties, but there was I think it was off Batman the animated series, and it was like something Phantom Mask of the Phantom Mask of the Phantom Fan yeah yeah that was okay. it. I had that VHS tape yeah, and watched too. that. That wasn't so much like that was more like a movie it was I like think. A mini movie, yeah. yeah, it was like a forty-five minute to an yeah. hour like double episode or whatever. Um, but I had that. Um, and then I had like the Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. There was like a oh, yeah. there was like a tape of that that we had like a VHS tape of that that I remember watching. I had episodes, but I don't know if it being full. But yeah. other than that, it was it was tape tape yeah. to tape. I'm sure, TV something to tape. we all had were the uh, Ninja Turtle tapes from Burger King. <laughs> Come on, we all had those. That's what I was right. Saying. Yeah, because it was like two bucks. Yeah, right? it was like a dollar ninety nine with your meal. Yeah, had them all. Yeah, that was on my list for sure. Yeah. Was the TMNT tapes from Burger King? Yeah. You know, as a little kid, I don't really necessarily remember having many tapes. You know, we had like Disney movies on VHS. Yeah. And then once I realized I could go to a video store and get wrestling tapes. No, oh, game over. Game changer, yep. dude. I had all yeah. sorts of stuff then. But as far as cartoons on VHS that I can remember actually collecting more towards the 90s, remember when all the X-Men, the animated yes. series came yeah. out, yeah. had that awesome box art with Dude. the comic book front. That's awesome. Know, I had a, a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I feel like the, it might have been TV to tape. But uh, I had like the Jean Grey becoming the Dark oh, yeah, Phoenix, like the Dark Phoenix, Phoenix saga, right? Yeah, I had, yep. remember having that, seeing that over and over again on VHS. Yeah. There was those, and then there was the Power Rangers. VHS. Green with Evil, baby. Yeah, dude, it was like All a six, six tapes, six tapes <laughs> one episode on tape. <laughs> Bandai made sure, or, or Saban made sure they got your dude. Money. Half the tape was the commercials in the beginning, just advertising the fan club and everything. I just fired up. I had one of those tapes, um, and I turned it on on the Time Blaster TV the other yeah. day, right? Um, and like you said, the commercials, and Dude, it's like awesome. Megazord commercial, yep. then it's like Dragonzord commercial, then it's Tour the Shuttlezord commercial, right. then it's 8-inch Power Rate. It's like six commercials all in a row, Dude. all bangers, all great. Yeah. And then, yeah, the actual episode itself, it's like 22, 20, minutes. <laughs> 22 yeah. minutes, and then you're out of tape. That's it. 
awesome. But the box art on those, Joe, Dude, remember? I love those. So good, man. Like just hand drawn art. Jason in a different pose. Oh, you're the talking about with evil, yeah. Oh, the original five like tapes. The food fight. Food fight. Like Happy Bi- birthday, Billy Zach. And the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the pig. I love that pig. artwork so much. Yeah. Great stuff, man. The days of VHS. Kids nowadays, they don't even know. No, they it's don't. It's actually funny. Last night, uh, I was over at my mom's house with my nieces and nephews and everything, and I had to explain to my nephew, who's 10 years old, I had to explain what a VH t- VHS tape was, oh, man. what it looked like, what it did, what the point of it was. Like, he had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> He's like, is that the thing Star-Lord uses in his cassette? Oh, like, nah. similar, but no. <laughs> kind of, but not. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, man. Times change. Kids. <laughs> I mean, I think that'd kind of be like us, trying to do like a reel-to-reel type stuff. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 The times are changing. Yep. Yeah. All right. Do, do we... that, that's VHS, man. Thanks for the question, Nate. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. I'll, I'll fire up the next one, guys. Let's go to this one. This is a lengthy question, but I am going to have a lot of fun talking about it. So this is uh, from Brad. Our buddy Brad texted us via the Time Blaster toy line. Oh, thanks for using the toy line. Yeah, that was awesome. So he says, did you guys have any favorite school supplies back in the day? I remember when I first saw the big carrying case of 72 Crayola crayons, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely had to have it. I also love my TMNT lunchbox, so it came with the little thermos, my Nintendo backpack with Mario and Link on it, and then when I got a little bit older, I loved all of the Yikes brand school supplies, like pencils, erasers, yeah. and et cetera. So, yeah, guys, school supplies. Dude, school We've supplies. We've never talked about school supplies. We haven't. But as soon as I saw this question, my head, I, man, I came up with like five things yeah. immediately. What about you guys? You got anything in mind, Dave? I got a couple. I mean, Joe? brand specific, like, I had a mask lunchbox, like oh, the cartoon nice. from yeah. Mask. Was it the first lunchbox I had mm-hmm. that I remember? And I think I had a wrestling one too. But that was, I think that was more like '91 because like LOD I think was on it. Oh, there's that oh, lunchbox I know which one with you're the talking classic about. Royal Rumble artwork. Yeah, is it that? I mean, one? Yeah, I think it might have been that. One. I, I don't. Really, I mean, I have to see it and go. Yep, that was the one. I just remember LOD being on it because it was the same time I had like the LOD wrestling buddies yeah. that uh-huh. era. Um, but after like I was in probably third grade fourth grade i mean i was brown bagging it so i didn't have any more like yeah lunch boxes um i remember wanting a trapper keeper and i got it and hated it i don't think i ever had a trapper keeper trapper keeper was on my list dude it was uh everything man you never had a trapper i don't think i did oh my god they're so cool no and like i remember wanting mechanical pencils like okay yeah and then like (laughs) those were and then like there was like fancy inked pens but what the supply that I actually had as a kid that I liked the most was they I'm sure they still make them but it was kind of fat when I think about it mm-hmm. but it was an ink pen Okay. And it had four colored slides on it with like four different oh, ink man. tubes had, in it. We sell them at Time Blaster Toys oh. at the checkout. Oh, do you really? Yeah. I'll That's give, awesome. I'll give you one before you leave. So there's what? It's, it's, <laughs> it's black, blue, red, and green. If yeah. memory serves me right. Yeah. Oh my God. I think like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, that was like my pen. Well, the big, the big selling point of that is green, right? Yeah. yeah. I can write in green, write in green. you know, yeah. black and blue and Whatever. red. Okay. Green? Yeah. That's green. a game changer. Yeah. That was like my favorite school supply i ever had i got you joe you got any yeah i think the first the first lunchbox i remember carrying to school was the ninja turtle one Mm -hmm. um i think it had like the arcade style art on it okay memory serves me right Mm -hmm. but the one that i remember the most that i loved the most was my jurassic park one yeah and that was a t-rex head looking into the jungle explorer window and then the thermos was the best because it had the radioactive logo on it and it had like the caution stuff on the thermos which was awesome 
Yeah, that's that's what I remember the most. You probably took the cap off that thermos, oh. laid it on the counter, and just slammed and watched oh. the the water. <laughs> right, 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 just reenact it. <laughs> I think the power's trying to come back. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing for me, guys, was the McDonald's real Ghostbusters tie-in. So yeah, you know, this is probably eighty. Uh, probably 86, 87. I don't know the exact year. I was right. I was little. I was probably about five years old. And McDonald's, you know, they had the tie-in with the TV show, and it yeah. was all Ghost brand, Ghostbusters branded school supplies. Yep. And they were awesome. And I can see one, and I'm going to go grab it because this thing mm-hmm. was my favorite, my that's, absolute number one favorite that's thing. That's the one I remember having the most. You know, while you do that, if you're, if you're interested in school supplies um, right now, Check out 9to5warriors.com and get to the Big Bad Toy Store before the sale's over. And Ooh, nice little plug there. Yeah, That's you know, nice our friend little... Brandon Boswell was on a couple weeks ago. Great interview we had with him. But the 9to5 Warriors, their school supplies, office supplies come to life. Awesome new toy line. Check it out and check out that podcast. What a pro Dave is dude, for, for thinking to say that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, absolutely yep. right, Dave. But this is it. This is my dude right here. So mm-hmm. if you were a kid in the 80s, you probably had this. Maybe you don't even know where he came from. It's Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Mm-hmm. He's maybe, what, two and a half inches, three yeah. inches tall, but he's a pencil sharpener. Oh, that's awesome. Right here, yeah. dude. So I remember I would take this. You take it to school with you, and you've got an action figure at yeah. your disposal at school. That you're allowed to have. Yeah, dude. Stay Puft's going one-on-one with every eracer and every pencil <laughs> right. in, in your, your yep. desk, man. So that was my number one school supply of all time, the Stay Puft pencil sharpener. Yeah. So cool. But I also thought back to wrestling, right? WWF, there was that period of time when we were real little kids in the 80s. You could not buy WWF school supplies. It wasn't an option. Right. They didn't exist. But around 1990, 91, there was that one-year period where you walk into Toys R Us, right? It's back-to-school season. You're looking through the stuff, and suddenly, right before your eyes, man, you can get the what's the folders called that open with the three punches? What are those folders called? Whatever they're like called. Like a three-ring folder. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, just folder, There's yeah. just a box full. We're talking yeah. Hogan, Warrior, yep. Boss Man, Rockers, LOD. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I, I had to have a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, give me them all. And I'll never forget. I I don't know if I've said this po- story on the podcast. I say it anytime I get a chance to talk about school supplies. I will never forget, right? School supplies are out. It's like August. Yeah. So they're selling. You know, there's stuff left. It's September. It's October. Now we're like in November. <laughs> we're like deep, deep clearance in the corner of Toys R Us. There's yeah. like a, five school supplies left. They can't get rid of them. We're talking literal pennies. And there's just a stack of Dusty Roads folders oh, that they no. can't sell. Oh, that'd be amazing. But when you think about it, yeah. if you're not a wrestling fan and you've got this folder and it's this... <laughs> Large man and polka overweight <laughs> southern guy. And what's hilarious is on the TV as I'm oh, speaking is, is to, you know what I mean? Dream, baby. You got Dusty Rhodes, his big yeah. overweight brother in a polka dot shirt doing this crazy dance. <laughs> and in the background, it says Dusty Rhodes. And to us, it's the coolest thing ever. It is. I but you know, if you showed that to the wrong kid, you're getting a wedgie. Yeah, <laughs> you're you getting get a wedgie. jumped you after school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they couldn't give the dusty folders away, oh, man. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> All right, guys. Any other uh, school supplies that, before that we that hit topic it? there? <laughs> Thanks for the question. That was great. All right, Dave, you're next. What do you got, man? Uh, let's go to uh, let's stay. Well, we're on the topic of wrestling. Let's go with Dax's question. Ooh. With with Mattel's line of Hasbro inspired figures coming out. Who are some wrestlers that you guys think need to be made to go with your old Hasbros? 
Dak hit, cutting deep with this. This man. was so this easy. This is like a yeah, debate I've I mean, had in my head for yeah. 30 years. And I've, I've had one for so long, and then he's finally coming to light. Okay, and that's hear. Double J, Jeff oh, Jarrett. Okay. Like, man, I wanted to Hasbro him so bad, and now Zombie Sailor, here he is, that pumping him looks, out. That figure looks beautiful. He looks so good. I came very close because I didn't do the pre-order for, yeah. for Jarrett. I, like, I don't know. I wasn't on my phone that day or whatever. Right. And so now, like, the resale value, I last yeah, I looked, it's had. like 90. It might have gone down, or maybe it's gone up. I don't know. So but I literally 100. was, like, seconds away from clicking buy because yeah. I wanted it. And I, I might buy it. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, Jarrett. Um, but for me, when I think of Hasbro's, like, I've thought about it. Like, that's, like, near the end of the Hasbro run, Definitely, right? Yeah. To me, what I want, I want, like, that 1990 to 92 era. Those are the guys that okay. I want the most. Yeah. So my answers, I came up with three uh-huh. that are from that era. Should I rattle them off? Yeah, Go do for it. it. For me, I think the number one biggest omission is Hercules. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm talking babyface Hercules mm-hmm. with the light blue trunks yep. and the chain. Yep. Right? Yes, Hercules. Absolutely. He's, like, all over TV in 89. He was on my list as well. 90. You know, eventually he goes heel and power and glory. I would take that, but I'd rather just have regular babyface Hercules yeah. with the frickin' chain, man. You I, had, I had you him on my it. list as well. Yeah. All right, you go, Dave. Who you got? Uh, one that I had, he would have actually been on the opposite end of the line around the same time as Jeff Jarrett, but I thought he would have just been a sweet Hasbro figure to have was Hakushi. Oh, oh, yeah, that would be cool. Hey, yeah, that's, he was, like, right he, at the end. It'd but be super, yeah. yeah. He just looked very toyetic-looking figure. Hakushi's, like, 95, and that's, like, that gray period where he's, like, yeah. it's in between Hasbro and Jax, right? There yeah. was no chance of a Hakushi. Yeah, he would have looked awesome. Hakushi's a good one. Another good one for me, my number two from that era, I want... Barbarian. Yes, barbarian. he was on my list but as I'm well. But I'm talking single run Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, with, with the, the furs. And the, yeah, because yeah. they made Warlord, right? Same thing, yeah. You need Barbarian. Yep. Barbarian's yep. like all over TV in that same period of time. So, yeah, Hercules and Barbarian are the top top two. I have one other one. Yeah, I had five. So I had Hercules, Hakushi, Barbarian. Actually, I, had, I mean, I had six, including Dino Bravo, but Zombie Taylor's doing that. So my other guy will be uh, Bob Backlund. Okay. Bob Backlund, you could have you could have got a Hasbro. It would have been like Babyface coming back. In yeah, 93. like all American jacket with the trunks. Yeah, I mean, you like could have got a Backlund. Look, we talk when we taught the Hasbros how toyetic they are. He didn't have a gimmick, right? So he would have been like when we taught Ric Flair. He's just a guy in underwear. But I figure you put like the American jacket on him. You know, he looks like an all American boy, and uh, you could have could have maybe did that. So Bobby Backlund. I, God, I hated Bob Backlund. <laughs> I was a big Bob Backlund. I, I liked Bob Backlund. So he went crazy. He was chicken winging people just randomly out of nowhere. <laughs> all right, I'll do my last my last one, and then I have a, a Hasbro fun fact that I want to add in. Um, so Hercules Barbarian, same time frame. Li- no, same time frame. Yeah. This dude would have been so toyetic, so mm-hmm. perfect. The genius. Oh, okay. okay. A Hasbro of the genius. It would have been good. Yeah. I mean, he's got this, this scholar guy doing cartwheels out there, managing Mr. Perfect. I'm talking full robe with the hat. Yeah. Would have been awesome to have a genius. Yeah, it looked figure. like a graduation guy. Yeah. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler was my last oh, one. Oh, that makes of perfect course. sense. Of yeah. course. And he would fit in for sure. Yeah. yeah. You, they could have made it. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. You, yeah. Or the guy who was supposed to have one, Diesel. Yeah. Diesel would have yeah. been great, too. Honestly, yeah, I forgot about Diesel too. Yeah. I always just try to think of guys that's like, man, how so? Zombie Sailors made 
who he's made Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo. He's made Jarrett. He's making a Hercules with he's Paul Roma. Hercules. Those will be cool. Yep. No Barbarian yet. Somebody's got to get on that Barbarian train, man. That figure is needed. But yeah, great question, Dak. Okay, I do have a, a Hasbro fun fact, right? Okay. So when I was doing my research for this question, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like go each year. I'm going to pick a guy from 90, 91, and 92. Didn't work out that way. Right. So to do that, I'm like, let me look at the WrestleMania cards. Let me look at WrestleMania 6, see who doesn't have a Hasbro. Let me look at 7, see who doesn't have a Hasbro. Let me look at 8, see who doesn't have a Hasbro. Okay? Looking at those three WrestleManias, WrestleMania 8. Big card, right? Yeah. We're talking uh, Indiana, Hoosier Dome. Yeah, Piper, Brett. Lots of people on that card. Hogan, Sid. Every single macho. guy on WrestleMania had a Hasbro. Dang. The whole show, every single one. That's the only WrestleMania like that. I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. Because there's a eight-man tag on WrestleMania 8. It's like Mounty, Repo Man, and Nasty <laughs> Boys versus Boss Man, Duggan, Virgil and Slaughter. Okay. And they wow. all have Hasbro. They all have Hasbro. And then yeah. every other match on, you know, every other match has, I'm like, dang, that's the only WrestleMania where that's every crazy. single guy got a Hasbro. Fun fact. I mean, it's right in the heart of Hasbro country. So, I feel yeah. like I feel like Hasbro was like probably Look, there live. That, yeah. And they're like, we're making a figure of every guy Everyone on the show. On there. Yeah. It makes sense. Because by the time, like, because Skin, Skinner's on. Yeah. Right, yeah. There's an own heart, right? Yeah. Owen, it's like every character that you would be like, man, how do you get a Hasbro? And that's the Owen heart that they made. Yes. It is. Yeah. I think WrestleMania 8 was like their reference point. There, I think you're on something. For the next two years. Yeah. So like, we're just making a figure of everybody right. here. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. All right, Hasbro's baby. What's next, guys? Let's do, let's do this one. I know Joe, you you're probably itching to talk about this one. This come, this question comes from Mike. He asks, "What's the earliest trading card set you remember mm. buying and collecting as kids? Also, what are your fa- some of your favorite sets that you have collected over the years, old or new?" So we got ourselves a trading card question. Man, this could be its own podcast. <laughs> Honestly, it really could. I'm just gonna sit back for a minute, Joe. I mean, so what do you you know, what's your earliest trading card set? You remember? Is it wrestling? Is it, it, is is wrestling. it something else? It's, it's it's wrestling and then followed closely after that is the nineteen ninety Fleer basketball. Okay. But wrestling it started with a hand me down. So, you know, I'm at my cousin's one day and I get a you know, a smaller style Adidas shoe box, right? Uh huh. And I open it up and there's probably a hundred WWF 1987 tops cards in the shoebox. This that's, is this is like Bret Hart's rookie. That's like the WrestleMania three era card. This is with the yeah. Hogan on yeah, the flag on the yeah. box. Yeah, I, um, I can picture it. And that's what started it. And then as a kid, like I didn't know that these cards were three years old by this point. So yeah. this is probably 1990, 91 when I get there, this. But there's so many dudes in that <clears throat> set you have. There's, oh, yeah. There's no way you know who any of them are. No, yeah. but I mean, in, I'm hooked instantly, right? And, yeah. and I want more of them. Mm-hmm. So we go to the store, and my local video store had like a whole aisle that was nothing but candy and trading cards. Dude, take right? me there right now. Dude, it was amazing. <laughs> so ride our bikes up there. Back in the day when you could be six and just ride your bike to the video store, right? <laughs> yeah. So we would go up there, and, and cards were like 25, 50 cents a pack. Mm-hmm. And so we're up there, and I'm looking for these cards, and they're not there. Yeah. But what do I find? The 1990 Classic WWF set. Oh, I love that set. Right? It's, that's it's a, a pretty underrated set. A lot of a people set. talk about the 91 set because that's Undertaker's rookie, but the 90 set yeah. is great. Yeah, the um, 90 set's the one where they've got like, there's like 20 cards at the end where it's like just all the logos, logos, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that set. And so, you know, you'd go there with a $5 bill and you could get 10 packs of these cards. Yeah, I mean, we were ripping those in the parking lot, sitting on our bikes. That's awesome. I mean, those were the days. Yeah. I mean, I remember wrestling cards too. That, 
set specifically. Yeah. What what did you what is it called? Nineteen ninety classic. Yeah. classic? Yep. yeah, bought a ton of that set. Yep. It's got the window maker in it, baby. Yes, Here. it does. <laughs> I love I loved that set. So my memories of cards has to be that same time. I think it's like eighty nine ninety because I don't know if I've told this story before, but I can remember the first time my mom ever let me go anywhere on my own. Yeah, like I yeah, she let me leave the house and go to a store. This crazy, right? Keep in mind yeah. going to the store. We like we were the second house from the corner, right? Okay, so yeah. it's our house. One more house, and then you got to cross the street, and then uh-huh. on the other side of that street is a party store. Okay. So we're talking like literally 50 steps. Yeah. She let me go there to buy a pack of 1989 Batman cards. Okay. Tops, yep. right? Yep. So I can, I, that was like right when I'm seven years old. So I'm buying 89 Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm buying the classic cards in 1990. Yep. That same era, remember they made like Roger Rabbit had a set of they cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like all that stuff from that period of time, Desert Storm cards, guys, yeah, right? Yeah, the TMNT <laughs> movie cards. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so, you know. So yeah, many. that's when you'd go to a corner store and, yeah. you know, the guy would have a lot of yep. a lot of cool stuff. And yeah, 25 cents a pack. Dude, it was quarter, glorious. Flip them a quarter. Yep. Get yourself some Nicholson Joker. Dude. A little bubble gum inside. Awesome. <laughs> Dave, what about you? I had a handful of wrestling card packs, but I it was like the complete set. The first complete set I got, I think it was Pro Set 89-90 season of the NHL. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was hockey cards, uh, the 89-90 Pro Set. Uh, I had that complete set, like the box, that whole deal. My older brother, I think for that same birthday, Christmas, probably it was an Easter gift, actually. He had a, the Tops NFL. So we each had a complete card set, which was pretty cool. And then I remember after that, I was trying to complete a set. I remember coming pretty close with Upper Deck in 93. Mm-hmm. I only needed like a handful of cards and trying to go to Gibraltar Trade Center. Oh, yeah. baby. Way back in the day. Going, through them bins. And we go, you know, in fact, we did a Gibraltar Trade Center episode back on episode five. <laughs> yeah. I believe it was, or six of, of this podcast. So go back in the annuals if you haven't listened to it. But yeah, going back there, trying to complete it out and just never did. Um but yeah, that was like 93, probably, 92, 93 NHL, and I had tons and tons and tons and tons of hockey cards, and that was really where I was at, and I didn't, I had wrestling card packs, but it wasn't until the Attitude Era started coming out with packs of cards, that's why I was trying to collect a whole set, mm-hmm. set of those. Um, like a little off topic with baseball cards, having baseball cards, um, the first ever fantasy baseball league I was in as a kid was in 1994. So this predates internet. Oh, yeah. How people played this. But there was a book. And a neighbor kid, Tony, bought this book. And we were going to play fantasy baseball. And the way we drafted our team was based off of what baseball cards we had. So it was like, bring, your, bring a bunch of baseball cards. And we all, there's like four of us, me, my older brother, Tony, and then a kid who lived across the street, Kevin. And we had our baseball cards. And he would. You know, you had your big stack, so somebody's like, Cecil Fielder, and you're like, oh, so you take your Cecil Fielder, and you're like, oh, I can't have him. Yeah. So you got to find a different first baseman. So we went through, and you, you know, use the box scores in the papers, and Tony yeah. kept that up every single day, that whole summer of 94, mm-hmm. which might have even been like a strike-shortened season. I don't even remember, but I remember I had Albert Bell, and he went off, and I didn't even know who the hell Albert well, Bell was when I had the card. Yeah. But then, like, I remember seeing him, like, in the stat sheet and being like, this guy seems pretty good, and I got a card for him, so Albert Bell, I'll draft him, and ended up being a good draft pick. That was back in the day, man. Dude, like, that sounds like fun. If you were a kid who expressed interest in cards, like yeah. we were in the early 90s, you knew someone in your life was going to give you old baseball cards, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, like, it here happened. you go. Yes. So you end up with, like, a bunch of baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Dude, you have no clue who any of them are. No idea. Like, outside of Ken Griffey and... The big hurt. Yeah. I don't Nolan know. Ryan. And Cecil yeah. Fielder. And yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? I know five five of these people. Yep. I have no idea who these dudes are. 
But yeah, dude, the '90s and cards, man. It was like cards were everything they when we were, were kids. They were everything, and I do love that. There's like a resurgence in in the hobby, right? Especially wrestling. Yeah, yeah, because for a long time, cards were kind of you know there were collectors, but it wasn't like that big of a it thing. It wasn't until the pandemic and but all yeah, that cards, money got cards dumped are back, back into man. it. You can go back to card shops now and yeah. go to card shows and get your cards graded. Oh my god, yeah. I love it! I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, where are you? We're running low on time. We got a few questions. Yeah, left. we've definitely passed the 38 uh, card minute. <laughs> Yeah, you were wrong, Dave. <laughs> way wrong. Way wrong. All right, we got a couple left. Let's go to the next one. This one comes from our buddy Matt. Matt asks, do you know that feeling of nostalgia that hits when you get a vintage toy back in your hand after having it as a kid? What's a line that you were excited to get back into, but once you did, it just didn't trigger that same level of nostalgia or happiness that you hoped it would? This was a tough one This was to try hard. and wrap my brain around. This was hard for yeah. me, too. Because, you know, we're kids at heart. You know, I'll yeah. find a reason to love anything Absolutely. that I have. Um, you know, and it's tough. I've thought about it at length. And for me, I think what I would probably say is Jurassic Park. Yep. But that's not to say I don't love Jurassic Park. No, I love those toys. But to try to go back and collect it now would be bonkers, right? Because yeah. there's so many dinosaurs and the pl- the command compound itself. I yeah. love that place. It's set. amazing. But... It is humongous. Where are you going to display it? Is it is tall, yeah. and it is just so cumbersome. Right. I had one in the last in the last week. I sold yeah. one on eBay, complete. Mm-hmm. And shipping that thing, dude. I, dude, how big I, was that box? Huge. Yeah. Because there's it's that giant shell. It's mm-hmm. humongous, right? You can't make it any smaller. You can't really take then it apart. Then there's the top piece. Yeah. And, oh, and then the the fences. The there's six. Fe- oh my god. It yeah. Takes up so much space. So for me, it'd probably be Jurassic Park. That's not to say I don't love it, but. I wouldn't go back and collect yeah. Jurassic Park. You yeah. know, maybe maybe give me a Malcolm and a Grand and an Ellie. And yeah, some of the maybe humans. Maybe like one. Or the, you know what I'd want? Yeah. The entrance to Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, the gate. Just the entrance. Just the gate. Two yeah. fire pieces on top. Dude. Little wood on the back. Yeah. That's it. No fences. Yeah. No compound. I don't need the T-Rex with the yeah. dino damage. No. Yeah, we, we kind of came to the same answer. Yeah. But because, I mean, I had a lot of that stuff. Not too long ago, a few years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like, out of all the stuff that I had, like, that was easy for me to sell yeah. and to let go of. Where mm-hmm. other stuff, like turtles, never going to sell them. But yeah. like the Jurassic Park stuff, I could let go. Yeah. Dave, I'm sure you thought long and hard about this. <laughs> so like, I, I actually kind of did because at first I was like, I have no answer. I'm not a collector. Um, so I don't have that experience however being in the store being in time blaster toys here in yeah, westland michigan with some stuff you walk around you see story and yeah you do you have that reconnection and i actually didn't remember writing this note last night but apparently i did is you know i'll look at toys in here and i'll be like oh yeah i get good memories back and i'll have that little bit of like spark of nostalgia and then it just goes away within like right. five minutes of looking at the toys but the one toy line i had a ton of these as a kid and it was like my first love of toys that mm-hmm. just hasn't done that yeah might be controversial but it's the masters of the universe toys oh really okay. yeah like wow. we did that episode back like the third episode of this podcast and it was early yeah. and i was like man like i just doing the, even doing that podcast didn't really ignite it and he-man i had he-man sheets i had Everything he man. Yeah. I had when you talked to the VHS tapes. I didn't have VHS tapes, but I would watch it. You right. couldn't. My mom would tell stories about like you couldn't get me away from the TV when He Man was on. But for, and I had the toys. But for some reason, as a thirty eight, yeah. thirty nine year old man, since we've been doing this, I just it just doesn't do anything for Dang, me. That is controversial. The new adventures that He Man, He Man had more of a, a spark with me than the door. The Dave, the exits right there. Go ahead. He Man in space. Get the hell out of here. You are out of your damn mind. <laughs> 
controversial is right. Oh, man. That was very <laughs> controversial. Week, this is a two-man podcast. Get out of here. You're crazy. You are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone's entitled their opinion, as wrong as it may be. Right. <laughs> I'm just speaking from the I mean, heart I here. will be the first to admit that the He-Man cartoon is not... Have you watched it, like, it recently? It does not hold up to what you remember as a child. Dude, but I it's watched so funny. It. I watched uh, three episodes two days ago. Yeah. Because you and me, we were talking Dude, off we air, are right? in we are in eternity you know, right now. Yeah, because Castle Grayskull, this year Santa provided. Both our yeah. sons ended up with Castle Grayskull. They did. So my son Windsor, he's got Castle Grayskull. He got a couple figures for Christmas. Yep. And since then... He's just, he's a fiend, man. Deep he dive. wants every single yep. thing. And, you know, me, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's like, do it. we get to go hunt for here. Yeah, he man figures, let's yeah. go. Yeah. So we've, he's got his collection going. And now he's like, Dad, I need to watch the show. He's like, I don't even know who the, what these guys. He needs the backstory. He needs the backstory. Yeah. So we fired up the old. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> we went on YouTube because right now they're on Amazon. They're like two bucks an episode. Really? Yeah, there's Ouch. nowhere free to watch it. Man. But on YouTube, you can watch it. Yeah, so we watched episodes. three episodes, and yeah, the cartoon was mm. pretty wild, man. Mm. Ram Man bouncing around. Dude, Orko <laughs> just being crazy. It's funny. Tila having absolutely no clue that Adam and He-Man are the same. Yeah, how do you like, not how tell? Do they make her that Come dumb? on, Tila. <laughs> they made her so dumb. Dude, it's the same haircut, Tila. <laughs> but yeah, great. All right. So yeah, we've got like two or three, maybe four questions left, depending on time here, depending on how quickly these yeah, go. Yeah, fire one up, Dave. We So Nate had a second question. He asked, do you guys have any good micro playset memories? Yeah, we're talking yeah. Mighty Max. There's so I many mean, cool there's ones. There's a lot of, I mean, Team and T had great ones. Star Wars had great ones. Yeah. Mighty Max. Mm-hmm. Marvel Toy Biz. Marvel. They had the, the Pocket Comics. Dude. They had X-Men ones. The little Spider-Man X-Men ones. Jet. I'll, yeah, I'll answer really so quick, quickly and see myself out. Um, <laughs> I had one micro machine set. I think I played with it for like five minutes, and then that thing just ended up collecting dust yeah. under a bed, yeah. and then eventually was gone at a garage sale. I mean, I just they were just too small for me. I, I was wasn't gonna, a fan of the, yeah. the little toys. Yeah. I was gonna say, Dave. I think like I think people a little younger than us, maybe maybe Joe or or maybe someone like you know that grew up in the '90s, probably appreciates the micro playset more than we do. Because when we were kids, everything was about being big. Yeah, you know? they were ginormous. Give me an eight-inch LJN. Give me a big Jack T-Man figure. Yeah. Now you want me to play with this guy this that's tiny. literally half of an inch right. tall? Yeah, it's hard. Mighty Max looked cool. Was right up my alley. The macabre style look yeah. of everything. To be but then I just was bigger. like. Yeah. Give me a regular size. Make this LJN size and I'm good. Right. Yeah, Dave's like, how can I shoot a hockey puck through this pl- Skull Mountain <laughs> right. place? Yeah, I mean, the, more or less the little ma- the Mighty Max thing when it's all folded down and closed. I'll slap shot that thing right into the net. <laughs> I think that's why I was drawn to the Star Wars one more because they had the actual ships that were bigger, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the cool part is getting those ships and be able to put the dudes inside. But really, they just stood on their stands on my shelf. Like, I didn't really play with them. They were just yeah. collecting. You well, know the cool I mean? thing about Star Wars is because so every so much of the ships and everything in Star Wars is so big yeah. to, like, have a vast collection of, you know, like a diorama. You couldn't do that. Couldn't. Even in three and three quarter, it'd be impossible. Yeah. But with the micro stuff. The action have, fleet, baby. Yeah, man. You yeah. Could, it could be those set in front of your yeah. eyes on a shelf. It was cool to be and able to cool. get that. Um, but yeah, the micro play sets, there are lots of cool ones. I had a couple of the pocket comics, you know, yeah, yeah. buy them at KB for two, three yeah. bucks. The art's awesome. Open it up. It's like Beast versus Magneto Those or are something. Cool. Yeah. Um, Mighty Max, so many cool. Dragon Island's awesome. Oh, yeah. I get them now. I think they're great. But when I was a kid, I wasn't buying that stuff. I was too, I was a teenager by the yeah, time Same thing came with out. the turtles. They were cool, but I didn't own any of them. Yeah. 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 
All right. Well, let's go with this one, guys, because we are running low on time. This, depending on how long we talk, this might be the last one today. We are. Uh, we're going to go to Zach, and Zach asks the deep cut. He wants to know how does the recent trend of remakes and replicas affect the world of a toy slash resale shop? I understand the toy companies wanting to capitalize on adult collectors, uh, but would it be interesting? Oh, and it would be interesting to hear your outlook. As a collector, I am in between on having to buy every Playmates TMNT remake, there's a lot of them, and ignoring them completely as I would rather have the ones I had as a kid. This is a good question. That's, that's kind of the boat I'm in, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I can't really answer as I'm not much of a collector, but I know like coming into your store, I'd rather go in the dig bin and mm-hmm. pull out like mm-hmm. Bone Crusher Jack Skies that I had as opposed to like if or, or the Hasbro buying the Hasbro of a guy off the shelf rather than buying like one of the Mattel the yeah. remake guys that they made right. redid the Hasbro as or something like it's just yeah, I That's mean, just there, me. well, there's a couple ways to look at this question. Zach's asking, he, you know, there's there's reimagining of an old toy like yeah. like Motu and Origins. So these are yeah. modern versions of old figures. So they're different. They're meant to look old, but yeah, but they're new. Like yeah. they're, it's modern articulation, modern yep. posing and. That's one thing, right? I'm cool with that. I like that. Yeah, I want cool. my son to be able to go buy modern He-Man figures that aren't gonna the legs aren't gonna snap in two right. seconds because they have a rubber band that's 30 years old <laughs> yeah, on the right. inside. Then there's the other end of the spectrum, which I think is what Zach's talking about with Playmates, is how every four years they just keep re-releasing the exact same, same stuff. Yeah. Right now, we were just talking about it at Target. You can buy, you know, we're talking 1988, 89 TMNT figures, same mold, same accessories. Everything's mm-hmm. exactly the same. Yep. They just keep re-releasing the same stuff. So how do you differentiate between a Rocksteady figure that came out in 88 versus one you can buy at Target yeah. today? If you don't know what you're looking for, and you're going to get duped. Yeah, and how yeah. does it affect the resale value? It's an awesome question to ask. You know, I, I do think there is a difference I th- I mean I know I if I had one in each hand I would know the difference. You could tell right away, especially yeah. with um, when they remade the party wagon a couple yeah. years ago, yeah. Walmart exclusive yep. I think it was. You know I had someone bought one and they I asked him I'm like bring it into the shop because I didn't want it I I have a vintage one I don't want a new one right I'm like bring it in I want to put them side by side and see how close you know authentic it is yeah and dude it's night and day the, the plastic it's made out of is different the yep. new one feels cheap and flimsy yeah, it's super light you know so you know like if you are holding one you know a vintage yep. you know a modern one you know and also it's a double-edged sword because on one hand these new figures are coming out so maybe you would think it would depreciate the value of something vintage because why pay you know a vintage price when you could go buy it at walmart yeah. but at the same time it's introducing a whole new breed of collectors to the line so i don't know i think i'm kind of okay with it i wish playmates didn't do as much as they did so often yeah Yeah. they just over and over they don't ever try to evolve the line have you seen the images joe um they released this week it's called like elite ninja series or something yeah (laughs) and it's those same the same ugly yeah those same ugly figures of turtles based on you know they don't look anything like and they have a trench coat on it's like none of none of the turtles you know it's that ugly, skinny Shredder figure, that same Triceraton figure. Yep. It's like the 50th time they've put this figure in a different packaging. It's just a cash grab, right? That's exactly what it is. They don't want to put the money into new molds. They just keep pumping it out. Yeah. So It's, it's trying to cash in on nostalgia, and that's, that's kind of like what keeps me away from Super 7. Those figures are amazing, um, like the reimagining of the vintage figures yeah. and this modern look. 
but for me when it comes to nostalgia i'm just i would rather have the vintage yeah and that that's kind of where i go but it it doesn't hurt it in my eyes because the, the price of vintage team and is not going down no because if, anything, this stuff it's is gone, coming up. if anything it's gone up it's gone up yeah, yeah like five years ago when i you know when I first started selling toys, it was primarily wrestling figures, and then I started branching out into things I was interested in, and Turtles yeah. was one I really, really loved, so I was like, I'm going all in on Turtles. Yeah. But at the start, I was like, why am I spending so much time on these figures? Because they're not <laughs> worth anything. Right. But they have crept up over the years, yeah. um, so now it's not bad at all, and I don't think the remakes are going to hurt anything. No, it doesn't. I don't, you know, I, I look at, like, if you're a, a little kid... You want your kid to play with some turtles? Go go to the store. Buy Absolutely. him a leatherhead for ten bucks. Yep. Rip that bad boy up. Right. If you're a serious collector, you should be buying the vintage figure. Absolutely. It's, it's better feel. It's truly vintage. Just, you know what I mean? They're better made. Yeah. They're better made, man. The yeah. sculpts, the paint, it's all better. Yeah. So, Dave, what's your thoughts on this very specific toy subject? <laughs> <laughs> I have vintage, like I was saying. I'd rather have the ones I played with. Um, but, but yeah, those who sent questions we didn't get to, we appreciate you sending them in. We'll have to uh, shelve those for next time. As yeah, we'll save. We're out of time. We are out of time. We hit that time limit today, didn't we? We sure did. Uh, well, actually, we're just shy of it, but we're going to hit it, and let's not exceed it this time for this Q&A. Let's keep it under 60-minute time limit. And uh, We've talked a lot about Ninja Turtles today. What do you guys say we go back down memory lane next week? Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Cowboy. It's been a while since we had a specific Turtles episode. Yeah. So next week, guys, 1992, in detail, we're going to run down the whole line. Great year. Great year. I can't wait. Next week, let's do it. 